So let's review. The Gemara in the previous staff cites Rav who holds Avda Kimekarkoidami. A slave is considered like land, for which the halachas of Gzela do not apply. The Gemara now questions this from another statement of Rav. Omar Rav. If someone seized another person's slave and made him work for him, he does not have to compensate the owner. The Gemara asks, If an Evid is considered like Karka, then there was no Gzela, and he ought to be Chayev because the Evid was in the owner's possession when he performed the work. However, if Avda Kimetal if the Evid is considered a movable object, there was Gzela, and the Gazan is Potter because the Evid was in his possession when he performed the work. The Gemara answers, Rav refers to where the Evid worked for the Gazan during a time when he does not have to work for his owner, and therefore the Gazan is Potter because he did not cause the owner any loss. On the contrary, the owner benefits because he wants the Evid to work and not become accustomed to being idle. The Gemara proceeds with a similar case. If someone seized another person's boat and used it, Rav says, The owner can demand either the price of a rental or the costs of its wear and tear, whichever amount is greater. Shmuel says, The owner can only collect the cost of the wear and tear even if it was less than schara. Rav Papa explains that there's no machlekes, and he offers two approaches. Either Rav refers to Hada Avida Agra the boat was ordinarily rented, and therefore the owner can demand the rental price. While Shmuel refers to Agra the boat was not ordinarily rented, and therefore the owner cannot demand the rental price, only the wear and tear. Or Agra. The boat is usually rented. And Rav refers to the Nachasleya Daital de Agra. The Gazan sees the ship with intentions of paying the rent. Therefore, he pays Schara if it was greater because it was a rental. And he pays Pchasa if it was greater because he was a Shoyal Shalamidas Gazlan who pays Keshas Akzela. While Shmuel refers to the Nachasleya Daital de Gazlanusa. The Gazan sees the ship with the intention to steal it. Therefore, he pays Pchasa as Gzela only but not schara because it was not a rental. The previous Mishnah continues, If a person stole a coin and a cracked, or he stole fruits and they became rotten, or he stole wine and it became spoiled. In all these cases, he must pay the higher value of the time they were stolen because as Rashi explains, the Gazlan acquired the item through a change which is discernible as the actual item changed. However, Matpeav and Nifsal, if he stole a coin and it was disqualified for use, or Truma Venitmes, he stole Truma and it became Tame, and it's also Bachilo forbidden to be eaten, or Chametz for over all of Pesach, he stole Chametz and over Pesach it became Osir Bahanoa forbidden in all benefits, or Behema Venesav de Ba'avera, he stole an animal and it was worshipped as an Avodah which makes it Osir Bahano. Or, it got a mum, a blemish, which disqualifies it for Kurbanis. Or, the animal was sentenced to be stoned. In all these cases, he may return the item as is because 
the Gazlan did not acquire the item because the change was not discernible. The actual item did not change, only its status changed. The Gemara elaborates on the distinction in Gazal Matbeya that if Nistak Meshalim Kishasakzela and if Nifsal Oymaloi Hareshel Cholofanecha. Ravuna explains Nistak means Nistak Mamish. The coin actually cracked, which is discernible change, and therefore Meshalim Kishasakzela. And Nifsal means Pislosoi Malchus. The coin was disqualified for use by the government, which is not a discernible change, and therefore Oymolai Reshel Cholofanecha. Rabbi Huda disagrees and says Nistak Hainu Nami Pislosoi Malchus. If the coin was disqualified for use in all parts of the country, it's also considered a discernible change. And Meshalim Kishasa Gzela, because as Rashi explains, Minkar Hazeka, She'ein Tzura Zu Daimel Tzura Shel Kol The minting on this coin is different than all the other coins that are now circulating in this country. Ela Hechi Dami Nifsal, She'pastosim Medina Zu V'yoytim Medina Acheres. If the coin was disqualified for use in one part of the country, it's not a discernible change. And Oimer Loi Hareshel Cholfanecha, because Loi Minker Hezeka. There are many coins such as this one that are circulating in other parts of the country. The Gemara proceeds with a machloikis regarding Hamalve Eschavere Al Matbeya, Venifsala Hamatbeya. If a person loaned merchandise to someone on the condition that he's repaid in coins, but those coins later become disqualified. Rav says, Noisin Loi Matbeya Hayoitse Beoisosha. The loyve must pay the malve only with coins that are now in use, but not with the disqualified coins, because as Rashi explains, the hakibul of The loyve promised to repay with currency, and coins that have no use are not considered currency. Shmuel disagrees and holds the loyve may even pay with the original disqualified coins because They're considered currency because they're still in use in the faraway country of Mishan. However, Rav Nachman limits Shmuel's opinion to only if the Islay Urcha Lameshan, the Malva travels to Meshan anyway. He must accept these coins because he could use them there. If the Malva does not travel to Meshan, he does not have to accept these coins because he's not able to use them there. The Gemara questions Rav Nachman's distinction from Abraisa regarding Maishasheni. Ein Machalalin al Hamois She'inam Yoitzais. A person cannot redeem Maishasheni fruits in his own country with coins that are not used in Yerushalayim. Because as Rashi explains, the Pasuk states, The coins must be considered Kesef Tzura, currency in Yerushalayim. And these coins are not Kesef Tzura there. And the Brisa elaborates, Ketzad, For example, if you had ancient coins from the times of Ben Kuziva, or from earlier kings that cannot be used in any place, they cannot be used to redeem Maiser Shani because they're not Kesef Tzura. The Gemara says this implies, however, If he had current coins that can be used in even one place, even though he cannot use them in Yerushalayim where he must purchase food with this money, the coins can still be used to redeem Maiser Shani and are considered Kesef Tzura. If so, even if less like the coins are still considered money because they can be used in one place. The Gemara explains the Baiser refers to Kishain Malchiois Makpidoi Zualzu. When countries are at peace and the coins of other countries are accepted in Yerushalayim, those coins are considered Kesef Tzura even if he's not going to that country. While Shmuel refers to Kishemachis Makpidoi Zualzu. 
when countries are at war and the coins of Mishon would be confiscated in other countries, then only if Islay Urchalameshan, if he is going to Meshon, the coins are considered currency to him. And if Leslay Urchalameshan, if he's not going to Meshon, the coins are not considered currency to him.